Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing really good. And I wanted to talk to you about yesterday. I had such a time with Jesus yesterday. I cried and cried and cried. Every once in a while, he pries your fingers open and takes what you've been grasping in your hand. And yesterday was one of those days that I pried my, he pried my hands open and, and asked me to give him what I was holding, clenching in my hands. So let's talk about that. And he gave me a parable for that. So we'll talk about that. He's been asking me for the last couple of days. Um, the thing that I love the most is my hope that I will get to sing on a worship team again. It just hasn't happened for many years Singing is still my love. I love harmony. It's just in me. I know I'm going to do it constantly in heaven. You can't stop me from singing all day long. Um, so, but there's this hope in my heart, you know. So it popped up again out of nowhere, and, and I found myself thinking about it a lot. And the Lord kept asking me, will you give that up for me? And And I would say, of course, Lord, I will give that up for you. And then my my heart or my brain over here would say, but I still want it to happen. (laughs) And so then he would ask me another time, will you give that up for me? And I would say, of course, Jesus, I will give that up for you, but I still want it to happen. (laughs) So You see, see how my heart and my mouth discerned in the same place. So that's what was going on. So I finally sat down yesterday I started to pray. My brain was very scattered and I really thought, oh, this is going to be an I can't hear anything kind of day because I couldn't focus on anything. Um, and, but what happened was, well, I've been, I've been, while I'm praying and I pray in tongues, so I'm, I'm letting the Holy Spirit pray what he wants to pray. But lately I've been really focusing on a person while I pray in tongues. So I'm really focusing on somebody and I'm praying for that somebody uh, for probably 15 minutes at a time. I'm just praying for somebody. Um, and I kept trying to do that yesterday and I just, I was so scattered and I finally just had to let go, let go of people, let go of thinking about anything and just sort of let my mouth go. Um, which I, which I do. And, uh, I know that there are theological arguments about that, but again, that's just, that's my life. That's what he's taught me. And that's where we go when, when I'm praying, so I just kind of had to let the whole thing go, and then stuff started coming into my mind. So evidently, he had his own ideas of what I was going to think about yesterday while I was praying. So he asked me, when will you surrender your plans for your life? And he said, your stiff neck is your wa- your wants and your plans and your stress. So he's been talking to me about bond servant. And you know, in the Bible, a servant could choose to be a bond servant. And that means they were choosing to live the rest of their life as a servant to a specific person. And if the, in the Old Testament, it says if somebody wanted to do that, um, they would put their, I guess, their ear on a door. And then you would pound an owl, an owl, A-W-L, through their ear. I don't know why, but you would do that. And then that meant they're your servant for life until you die. And that's something that I... I wanted to do that for Jesus. I talked to him about that. I want to be a bondservant to you. So I've been practicing what does that look like? Because I tend to live my days for me. 
And what does it look like for me to live this life and be a bondservant to Christ? I've got a husband. I've got kids. I've got a house. I've got dinners and food. I mean, I've got stuff. What does that look like at the same time being a bondservant? And I'm still learning about that. So I've been sort of in that place of learning about bondservant. Um, And then he starts saying, will you give up your hopes and your dreams for the rest of this life? And although my mouth was saying, yes, my heart, my heart was still hanging on to it. So I, my neck muscles and my shoulder muscles are always so tight that they hurt. And I'll, I finally started getting massages, um, uh, just a few and it, and even the masseuse would say, why is this so tight? And how come it, it takes me 30 minutes to loosen it? And when I come back in two weeks, it is just as tight again. Why is it so tight? And I've been asking the Lord, why is this so tight? What is this? Well, he said yesterday, your stiff neck is your wants and your plans and your stress. So then he went on to give me this metaphor. He said, he, he reminded me of when I got married. When, when I was dating my husband, he joined my life. I had my life. I had the things I liked to do. Um, dinner with my family because, you know, I live in the same town as my extended family. You know, he joined my life and I thought that's what marriage was going to be. I didn't know any differently. And he probably thought the same. I would join him on his things with his friends. And then we got married and slowly but surely I had to start giving up some of the things that I really liked because my husband would say, can we not do that? What? that wasn't supposed to happen. And then I asked him to stop doing some things that he was doing because now we had kids and now I needed a little help and I need you to not do that so much. And he's probably thinking, what? I didn't sign up for this, you know? So just over time, um, I realized that when you get married, you're doing a, it's a new thing. It's a new living organism and you have to You have to give up some of your old life to fully engage in this new thing. Well, it took me years and years to figure that out just in the marriage. I didn't let go of a lot of stuff because, hey, it's not fair of you to ask me to let this go. It's just not fair. So I'm going to hold on to this. And I, and I did, and it, it took years and years. And I finally realized I would rather, I would rather have a good marriage than to continue to hold so tightly to these old things um, that's putting a wedge between us. So I finally let go of the old things uh, by my own will. And what do you know, the marriage got better. Just, you know, and just as it, as far as it depended on me. So he, he showed me that. And he said, Karen, when you accepted me and when you decided to follow me and when you decided to become a bondservant, this is a new thing. It's a new thing that, that this relationship between me and you, and you have to let go of the old stuff. As long as you're holding on to the old stuff, you can't fully engage in this new thing. So I, so I started making a list yesterday. Okay. What are the things that I'm holding on to that I want out of life? Because when you're a bond servant, it's not really about what you want anymore at all. And I want to be a bond servant. This is something I'm choosing in my relationship with him. 
So what are those things? And so I started making a list of my rights. These are my rights. These are the things that I want to happen before I leave this earth. So here's a couple of them. I want to be a grandma. (laughs) I really want to be a grandma. So I had to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to give that to you. And if I do become a grandma, I will consider that a blessing from you rather than my right. I had a right to be a grandma. So I'm going to let that go. And if it comes back to me, it was a blessing and not a right that I held on to. See where I'm going with that? The next thing was um, we dream of getting a house on some land. I, I know a lot of people dream of this. A lot of people tell me this. We talk about it all the time. And uh, a new house on some land. And I, I said, okay, I really, really want that. But I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give it up. I'm going to give up my right to get a new house on some land. And if it comes back to me, if, if I end up getting it, I'll consider that a blessing from you instead of something I, I had a right and I wasn't letting it go. So, um, you know, it's so funny. I started talking about singing at the beginning of this. It didn't even make the list. It wasn't even as important as I thought. It wasn't one of my things, my rights that I wanted to happen. Isn't that funny? It didn't even make the list. It, it all started with that. Um, and it's just, you can, you can, I don't have to go through the rest of the list. You can kind of see where it was going from there. So ask yourself those, those questions. What are your rights? I have a right to this while I'm on this earth and I want it. And ask the, ask the Lord if that's something that you need to open your grip and hand over to him. And if it happens, then it was a blessing from the Lord and not a right that you had to fight for. Because I, these are all, if I'm going to fight for a new house on land, I'm going to think of it all the time, aren't I? I'm going to worry about it. I'm going to be confounded on where the money is going to come from. I'm going to get upset every time there's not enough money or money actually goes down instead of up, which is the wrong direction. I'm going to have to worry about that. And he told me your stiff neck is your worry and your plans for your life. Because as long as you're holding on to those plans, you have to worry about it. That's your, that's your thing. You got to make that happen. And some of these things I can't, I can't make, I can't make grandma happen. I can't make a new house on land happen. I can't make that happen. And then a lot of the other things. So that's what he taught me yesterday. The song that continually went through my head while I was doing this yesterday was, you can have all of this world, just give me Jesus. And I kept thinking that and thinking that you can have all this world, just give me Jesus. Because in Jesus, he'll bless me. He'll bless me with all kinds of wonderful things, things I didn't even ask for, that didn't even really know that I wanted it. And then the blessing comes, and I did want it. I just didn't even know it. So I ask you to pray and to ask God, what are you gripping onto that you are not letting go? I have a right to these blessings before I leave this earth. And I would ask you to practice opening that grip and giving those things over to the Lord. I used to say this to the Lord. I used to say, I trust you, God. I just don't trust that you want what I want. You see that? That's gripping it. 
I want this and I'm going to make, if you're not going to make it happen, Lord, I'm going to make it happen. And that's not the new thing. Uh, did you ever understand the new wineskin and the old wineskin? If you never understood about when Jesus was talking about, you can't put new wine in an old wineskin. Let me explain that briefly. They used to use like, um, an organ of an animal, uh, like a, I don't know, a liver. I don't know what it was. It was an organ of an animal and they would dry it out and they would put new wine in it and close it up. And the new wine bubbles and it ferments and it expands inside of it. But because it is expandable, it expands with the new wine, but then it hardens. So now you've got a hard thing that you're carrying around with your wine in it. You finish your wine, and now if you put more wine on the inside of this hard shell and stop it up, it's going to continue to expand and expand, but the hard shell won't expand. It will break, and you're going to lose your wine and your wines. You lost everything. You lost it. And so he, he was saying you can't put new wine in an old wineskin. And although he had his, uh, there was a, you know, the reason that he was saying it was different from this, what I learned, but, but I kept thinking of this new thing, like the new marriage, it's new wine and it needs to be in a new wineskin, which means my old life has to change to fit into this new um, dynamic that we have going on. And the same thing happens with my, my relationship with Christ I've got to let go of the old wineskin because what Jesus in my relationship and where it's going, it, it won't fit in the old wineskin because it has to move and grow and be dynamic and it's going to bust out that old wineskin. So it just doesn't work. So what Jesus is saying is you've got to get rid of your old ways, which is the things we're gripping onto that we won't let go of. That wineskin will break. It just won't work. So my relationship with him will be stunted. It, it can't grow past a certain level. And boy, do I know that to be true. Because this has been uh, cyclical for me. I have to let go. And then he'll show me um, down the road, you're holding on to some more stuff. And I got to let go again. And he'll show me down the road, you're holding on to some more stuff. And I got to let go again. So my, my, I got to let go for this new thing to grow this new relationship and this dynamic with Jesus. So I thought that that's really, really cool. So now you know about the new wine and the new wineskin. Now you know, you, you learned something today. So I pray that this makes sense to you. I pray that if this is for you, the Holy Spirit will, will quicken your spirit to understand, to have understanding and wisdom about this. If this didn't mean anything to you, well, that's just not where you're at right now. And that's awesome too. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you again.